0: Welcome to the Inner Glow Podcast, this is the place to be if you are ready to rise into your greatness, be unapologetic about your desires, share your gifts with the world and manifest your dreams in life, love and business. My name is Stepanka, I am a clinical hypnotherapist, author, healer and a mentor for women who are ready to uplevel in all areas of their lives. Here we talk all things Abundance Mindset, Energy Mastery, Manifestation, Relationships, Business Success and more. Each episode holds powerful tools, energy codes, concepts, techniques and thoughts that will help you take your life and business to the next level. Are you ready to embody a brand new version of you? If yes, then you are in the right place. Let's get into it. Hello. Beautiful souls and welcome back to the Inner Glow podcast. It is Stepanka here, your host, and today I have got a big topic for us to explore, a very exciting one. I know this will be a topic that many of you will resonate with and will uh, want to dive into a little more as well. Today, I want to speak to you on the topic of self-sabotage. You might have heard this term before, it is perhaps almost like a buzzword these days. If you read personal development um, posts or you watch self-help videos, you learn about psychology, spirituality, growth, manifestation, often you will come across this term, self-sabotage. And while we know to... Um, to a degree what it means, I want to explore it with you a little more because it could also be that we are not always aware of how this can be showing up in our life. And it's a big one because mostly it is us who hold ourselves back. It's not anything outside of us. It's not other people. It's the fears, the insecurities we struggle with. It is, there is almost a way we we limit the way we can grow and how good we can feel, which really is all deeply connected to this topic. So self-sabotage, if you like, could be referred to as an upper limit problem. An upper limit problem is um, really a theory, I would say, that was first discovered by the psychologist and author Gay Hendricks. So Gay Hendricks explored uh, the upper limit problems in his books, in his courses, and his work truly is life-changing. So in a nutshell, the upper limit problem happens or the self, the subconscious self-sabotage because we are not, well, usually we're not really aware of, of it happening. We don't know why this thing is happening in our life. We don't know that it's actually us causing it. So it's happening on a subconscious level. So subconscious self-sabotage <clears throat> can happen after we experience something really great. Maybe you got an amazing promotion at work. Maybe you are in a really happy relationship and everything's going just well. Maybe you have landed your first big client. Maybe you received money. Maybe unexpectedly amazing opportunities opened up. So in a way, it is a new level of success, happiness Enjoy of some sorts, and this is what triggers the upper limit problem, and that's what causes self sabotage. So once you have allowed yourself to feel those good feelings, you will contract. You will feel like, oh, this can't be this good, and subconsciously you will create unnecessary problems arguments or simply sabotage the achievement and you start feeling miserable or you start feeling low. It could be when, um, it could be when perhaps you consciously are even thinking and worrying like ooh can it be this good like maybe not let's let's overanalyze it a little let's overthink the whole situation and let's find something that could be wrong with it but very often we are not aware that we are doing it it's it's a subconscious thing and in a way i find that with my own clients it also um goes down to the fact that they don't feel safe feeling all those good great feelings it's like can i actually allow myself to have it all can i allow myself to feel this joy in my body is it safe because i'm not used to it i'm not familiar with it and this really brings us to what many great psychologists, therapists, leaders in the coaching industry have been speaking about for a long time. We've got to make the unfamiliar familiar. And the familiar unfamiliar. So, let's say bad habits. You know, bad habits is... Something you might not be proud of, yet it's your familiar. It's something you've known for a long time. And that's why it's a habit in a way. And you've got to make it unfamiliar. So you give it up so it's no longer a part of your life. And in the same way, if there is a healthy habit you want to replace it with, then you've got to make this even though it's a healthy habit, it's unfamiliar to your body, to your subconscious mind. So you've got to make it familiar. And in, in many cases, it's also like you've got to make it feel safe so that your nervous system, so that your body learns to hold this level of joy or pride or achievement or success in your body, which is what I love. About hypnosis, with my clients, we don't work only on the mind programmings, but there are techniques that help your body to get used to those good feeling emotions. Um, to get your body used to a new situation and make it a new family. I find that hypnosis is really great for that. And there are like specific hypnosis techniques um, that are a little longer and they cover mind, emotions, physiology. So three levels helping your body to feel it on all of these three levels. Let's say the new success you're calling in or um, the new behavior, the new way of behaving, speaking the new level of confidence, the new level of money and so on. And There are also really great techniques, how you can bring this into your life every single day and they are like shorter techniques. So for example, um, things I teach within the magnetic manifestation circle workshop, those kind of things are really helpful and they help us to anchor the new next level The thing that our mind and body might perceive is like, oh, is this actually safe for me? I know it sounds good, but can I allow myself to feel it? So there are other techniques that are shorter and as effective. But I also really find that your self-talk and your level of awareness is key. I knew right away, for example, you know, when I started my business, when there were moments when I was holding myself back. I knew this was self-sabotage. I knew I created this kind of a glass ceiling for myself and I couldn't break through it. It didn't exist. It existed only in my mind. It didn't mean I always knew how to deal with it by myself, but I know that when you are self-aware, when you are actually not looking at things, oh my gosh, this is unfair, this is happening to me, um, poor me kind of thinking, that's way harder to spot patterns in your life. It's way harder to see it from the outside and have, a, have let's say, a third-person perspective on what you are going through. We. This, this is a thing that we cannot solve on... On the current level of consciousness, we've got to be able to see it from a different level of consciousness, from a higher level of consciousness, from a third-person perspective when there is no longer such emotional charge that we normally have when it's like, oh, I'm seeing it only through my own eyes, this doesn't feel fair, I feel all the emotions, oh my gosh, I'm the victim here. So some of the symptoms of upper limit of self-sabotage could be overthinking. Perhaps something good has happened or good things are on their way to you and you are already overthinking it. Could it be this easy? I'm not sure whether I deserve it. Maybe I'm not good enough for this. Or maybe there are There is just something shady about it. It's like, "Mm, yeah, it can't be this good, can't be this easy. I probably have to go through something difficult first. Or it could be like just worrying overall, like this anxious feeling. It could be causing arguments in your relationships, in your romantic relationship with, let's say, your business partners, uh, with even your coach, your mentor, with your friends. It could be about like, oh, just seeing the annoying things about people. It could be perhaps you have launched something successful and all of a sudden you are finding yourself criticizing every little thing about it. Criticism very often is an upper limit problem. So in other words, when you achieve your next level success something feels really good and when i say next level success that is very different and subjective to all of us but something good is happening in your life the upper limit problem makes you feel like you don't deserve it or it's not right it shouldn't be this easy it could feel like oh there is you know something else happening and you subconsciously change your behavior, change the way you think, change the way you feel so that you could take yourself to where you previously were. This newfound level of joy or good feeling emotions almost like triggers a reaction in your body and you will take yourself back to the familiar zone very often those limits get fixed when we are growing up. So in our childhood, so when we, let's say, surpass um, normal levels of success, or what we thought was the normal level, we could feel guilty. Like, and, and just check in with yourself how many times you felt guilty. Maybe you felt guilty that you are doing better than someone you love and admire or perhaps you felt guilty that someone in your family is going through something hard or your friend is going through something hard and then it feels like oh and who am i to feel good who am i to be excuse me (laughs) i i had fresh rosehip tea prior to the recording this episode and I feel it's like rosehips can be really itchy so I feel like one of the seats seeds must have gotten down my throat <laughs> so maybe you are judging yourself like oh my gosh I should not feel this good I should not have a good relationship a success in my business abundance and exciting holiday coming up if someone I know is struggling like that can be hard for us empath Especially. So we create guilt, we claim shame, and we create subconsciously either some kind of a problem, so we are not all like we don't feel just good. So we've got something to complain about, so to speak. We've got something to tell our friend about, oh, but you know, this thing in my life is not going well, or you will spoil the good things that are happening. So, some of the work I do with my clients a lot is safety. Like, it's safe for me to receive this amount of money. It's safe for me to be this visible. It's safe for me to receive this incredible feedback. It's safe for me to simply feel good. It's safe for me to have success in every single area of my life. It's okay. Like, I've got to have it. It's safe for me to feel amazing, even though I know there are other people who don't feel good right now. And that's a hard one, isn't it? Because we so care. And also we want to be relatable. We don't want people who we love to feel like, oh my gosh, she feels so good. I feel miserable. Therefore, she doesn't care about me. So just let this sink in because often we we do this. But you get to feel amazing. You get to have great things happening in your life and still be a great friend when other people need you. You can still be a great partner. You get to feel okay even when someone near you is going through something hard. You don't have to take it on. You don't have to take that energy on. So this is is a huge, huge topic. And the examples I've just shared with you are not only examples I know from my clients, but I know from my own life. I still remember to this day when I... Had my first day when I signed up to private clients, I believe. That it was like, maybe, was it the first year of my business? I think maybe second year, actually. And I had a new hypnotherapy package for three months. And very similar to what I do now. And I had two clients sign up on the same day. Both of them paid in full right away. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, that's more money than I received a month before. And ever in my business on the same day, I actually did not feel safe. I remember how like my whole, nerve. like, I loved those clients. I knew these were the right women. There was no doubt about that. And I trusted in my work because I had seen it work but there was just like some kind of a fear like could it be this easy that someone just wants to work with me and can I allow myself to receive this money Paid in full for three months ahead from two women in the same afternoon. Literally, I finished one call, then hopped on another one. And the one's like, yeah, of course, I, I want three months of working with you. And I I just remember I had to take a lot of deep breaths afterwards. And that's when I started creating a technique, which I now call my new normal. And that's it's, it's a hypnosis, but it's also a journaling prompt. And I was simply just journaling and writing down like, it's my new normal to get paid by clients who are excited to work with me. I accept it as my new reality to receive X amount of money. And it's almost like you are planting seeds for new beliefs by writing them down. And you know, journaling has been a huge tool for me. I am, by the way, oh, I don't think I've shared it before, but I am working on a journaling program. It will be a self-paced program and it's so good already. I have everything outlined. I'm in the process of recording audios that will go along with it and it's so good and I can't wait for you to be able to buy it. Oh yes, so journaling is a huge tool for me. So I knew I had to do breath. I had to create safety in my body when this money arrived in my bank account and it didn't feel safe right away. So I had to do deep breaths, create safety in my body, regulate my nervous system through hypnosis, meditation, breath work, cold showers can be amazing. And I did my journaling prompt just anchoring it in, making it safe, making it okay. So in, on different occasions, the upper limit problem and self-sabotage can show up as, oh, I've got to be realistic. Like, this is just not the way it usually is. Like, yes, maybe this was a great success, but next time it might not be. Next time it could be really difficult, so I've got to be realistic. So that's another sign, a symptom, if you like. It could be um, like extreme humility and like modesty, like, oh, I've got to be really humble here. Can't really speak about my success. I can't speak about how good I feel. Like, Just think about how many times in the past you connected and bonded with people over complaining. It's usually the case in an office environment, somewhere else, just like, oh my gosh, like even a silly thing, like, look at the weather, it's awful. (laughs) That could go the other way as well. Definitely in England, like, oh my gosh, today is beautiful, isn't it? Oh yes, the sun is shining, everyone's happy. Like, yeah, weather is such a fun topic. But what I mean is like, oh, did you read the email from, from the manager today? Oh, yeah, she is so, silly. So like, did you think the same? Oh, yeah, I did. You know, we often bond over complaining, blaming someone else, even gossiping. Let's be honest. I've done it. I've got my hand up in the air. Unfortunately, I've done it many times in the past when I didn't know any better. It. It is difficult to admit, but like often like, oh, let's talk about the third person. And that bonds you with the other person. And it gives you this feeling of like, I belong, I fit in. And to not belong and to not fit in is such a big, big, big fear of ours. So that we often do things like this. But on the other hand, connected to this, but slightly different, is the fear of outshining others, outshining a sibling of yours, outshining a family member, outshining your partner. Outshining your colleagues, you deeply care for, outshining your business bestie, outshining your mentor, someone you have put on a pedestal. That's another big fear here. But I want to reframe it for you a big reframe. You might have had those moments you might have had something good happen and then you start worrying and you want to sabotage it or you already know like oh my gosh I'm now creating problems like I'm constantly criticizing my partner that's a big way of how we create problems you know criticism of others of ourselves of the whole situation so when you become aware of it Even if you don't know the exact details, but you're like, oof, I'm aware of like, I'm recreating this pattern here again. I'm sabotaging myself. I've got something good going on here and I can feel like I am about to spoil it all or or whatever. Or you you experiencing the same thing I had experienced when like... is it safe like can it be this good can I allow myself to receive this from life I want you to become aware of it and see it as a freaking celebration instead of like oh my god I could spoil it for myself now I want you to to see it as a positive thing because it means you are putting yourself out of your comfort zone You are outside of your comfort zone in that moment. You are growing. You are challenging yourself. You are experiencing more abundance, whatever that means for you. And that's a good sign. So instead of like, I'm worried, I'm worried that I am sabotaging, I'm worried that I have hit my upper limit problem, welcome it. Welcome it the moment you become aware of it and see like, wow, wow. I'm growing here. Isn't it amazing? I I I I am surpassing what I thought possible. Isn't it interesting? So, what is happening here in my body right now? Let's let's look at it. Let's support my body. Let's support the inner child within me that feels really scared right now. That's a totally different attitude. It will shift your energy, it will shift so much. And this year, so um, right now is 2022, it's September 2022 at the time of me recording this. And in January 2022, I had this mental like leap, um, quantum leap in a few areas of my life. And it was just like a couple of weeks when so many exciting things happened, so many. And especially within one of the weeks, like, great things landed in my lap Abundance, wealth, opportunities, invitations into things and experiences I thought, you know, would be fun to manifest. And oh my gosh, they really manifested. And and I remember on one of those days, I was like, I can't receive this. I literally woke up and I'm like, my chest is so heavy. I can't receive all of this. I... I, and I knew <laughs> as a hy- hypnotherapist coach, I knew I'm like upper limiting myself. I just couldn't help it. I still felt it. So I was walking around <laughs> our home, just breathing heavily. I'm like, <sighs> 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 <laughs> trying to breathe and, and um, I, I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel like it could it, what was going on in my head is it cannot be this easy, like could I have it this easily? All of this, could I just think about it and receive it? Like could it be like this? You know, I've been dreaming of effortless manifestations here, there, and everywhere, but when it actually comes and it and it looks better than I ever thought possible, and there is like like ch- cherries on top of everything, <laughs> um, can I receive it? My body was in a stress reaction. So that's when we've got to bring in our tools. We've got to do embodiment practices. We've got to bring our energy back into the body, breathe through it, remind ourselves that it's safe. It's more than safe and when i was thinking about this episode and i was just like oh i've got to record something about upper limits and and self-sabotage i got this vision and i feel this is an example that will make so much sense i hope so at least but to me that's the perfect example of what a self-sabotage looks like so have you ever watched one of those quite predictable, more like Hollywood kind of, well, definitely more like an American style film? Maybe it's a romantic comedy or it's some kind of comedy or whatever. And we've got the main character there. And the main character is going through something but has got, let's say, a goal. Perhaps they are in a corporate job and, um, and they want this promotion. They have this boss and they really want to land the next promotion, so they are working really hard towards it and then amazing opportunity um, lands in their lap. Let's say the boss comes along and says like, "Oh, tomorrow will be a great meeting and this meeting will um, will." help us decide whether you'll get a promotion now tomorrow or whether your counterpart will get the promotion or whatever, something along those lines, kind of a thing. So the main character gets excited like, oh my gosh, tomorrow I'll probably get promoted. Tomorrow I've got the opportunity to showcase everything I've been preparing for, like the research I've done and do the presentation in front of the boardroom. Like, yes, I'll nail it tomorrow. I've got everything I need already. So looking all good. And then all of a sudden there will be like an old friend that shows up or or a friend that's naughty, <laughs> a friend that's got a bad influence on the main character and be like, oh, shall we go out for a drink today? And the main character is like, no, I can't go out. I've got this opportunity tomorrow. I'm just going to be prepping my presentation so excited. I'm going to nail it. And the friend is like, yes, but you've got to do it. I came here just for you and I want to spend time with you. And if you like me, if you are a good friend, you're going to come out with me. So after a little while, the main character goes, all right, then let's just go for one drink. And then I've got to be back home by nine o'clock. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. The main character gets Wasted, lost, drugged, whatever. <laughs> it looks different in every film, but um something, something, something happens. They end up missing the meeting or coming there drunk or dirty, or uh, they lose the presentation, whatever, like they just sabotaged their success. So we see the scenario in those kind of films over and over again. And I feel like that's the perfect example, because you as the observer, you at home watching this on your TV, you're like, don't go out with this person. This is not going to end well. Every time you go out with this person, it doesn't end well don't go there, just go there the next day, get rid of it, close the door, don't even let this person in, they're gonna ruin your freaking house or whole life or this opportunity, this friend's going to ruin your marriage, I can already tell and they are completely blind to all of it and they let this person in to ruin it, or they make a decision that's silly, or they take the wrong turn, whatever that is, I think you get the picture. It's upper limit. So to summarize this episode, I just want to go through a few of the Symptoms or signs, if you like, that you are hitting or you are experiencing an upper limit problem and your self-sabotage patterns are probably kicking in. So overthinking, worrying a lot, worrying about things that are out of your control zone. You can't change those things, trying to be almost like in in charge of how everything is happening. Um, That is usually an upper limit problem and very often worrying anxiety overthinking it is all about safety you don't feel like this could be safe maybe you are taking a leap maybe you are risking a little in a healthy way maybe you are just venturing out of your comfort zone and your body is freaking out so remembering i'm safe reminding yourself that you are safe and that you are open to experiencing new things Another common sign is that you throw your success out of the window, okay? This might sound crazy, but I've seen clients do it. I literally had one of my private clients a couple of months ago to have loads of amazing things happen to her, right? So she was probably hitting the limit of how good things can feel in her life and uh, her boss invited her to her office and I'm just going to call this client Jane. It's not her name, <laughs> but her boss was like, Jane, come to my office. Let's have a chat. So my client came into the office and uh, was like, Jane, you've done an amazing job. I'm so grateful we've got you in the company and I have decided to give you a very general generous pay rise. And I just want you to know that you are very appreciated. And my client in that moment said, oh, oh, I can't accept that. I don't think I deserve it. I don't think I should get more money for the work I do. I could not believe it. I couldn't believe it. Bless her heart. But her boss, you know, obviously she's, she's a really lovely lady herself. She's like, no, you totally do. You deserve it. And it's important to me. I really want it. And when I spoke about it to my client, uh, first, she didn't realize she was upper limiting herself there. And I explored it with her and she was like, I don't know. I just thought, you know, maybe then I would have to like do more things, but that wasn't part of the deal. I was worried whether perhaps now I've got to do everything like 10 times like with more attention or something, I'm like, you are doing your job great. Like you are amazing at what you do. They just wanted to give you a pay rise. There is, you're not even being promoted into a different position or they're not changing your job description. None of that. You're just being rewarded. And then I saw her like jaw just dropped. She's like, oh my gosh, I totally did. I sabotaged myself right there in front of my boss so things like this can happen sometimes it can look like you uh, are doing really well with your health and all of a sudden you have a work party and you just get wasted there and you end up embarrassing yourself right that's very often way how you hold yourself back so another sign could be doubt, self-doubt, like I am not capable, I don't deserve this, maybe this was just a mistake, maybe maybe next time I won't actually be as good at it, maybe this was just a fluke, like yes, I, I'm not this good, I'm not this good, I might be getting all these compliments and testimonials, but I don't think I'm this good. It could be an imposter syndrome, really. You know, you get a promotion at work. This I've had so many clients who had this issue. Got, prom- got a promotion offered and they're like, oh, I'm probably not good enough. I shouldn't really accept it. I mean, it sounds exciting, but I, I think there is probably someone smarter than me who should take this. I shouldn't really consider it. I don't think I'm able of doing this. I also don't want to fail. I don't want to embarrass myself. I don't want to embarrass my boss all sorts of things are happening. Upper limit problem right there. And then feeling guilty, feeling guilty when you achieve something, feeling guilty when you feel happy, Uh, feeling guilty if you feel like you're outshining someone, telling yourself you're not worthy, telling yourself you don't deserve all of this. Blame and criticism. That's a big, big sign of upper limit. So, Not you are talking negatively about yourself, but also about others. So this is uh, gossiping. This is um, simply just seeing the negative things on other people and criticizing them, blaming the whole situation, Um, just seeing negative things. And then there could be also your health. You could get sick. And getting sick is a very classic sign of an upper limit problem. And I have been there so many times myself. And funnily enough, this, that's a big one. That was a big one for me. I became aware of this even when I was maybe like 16. At secondary school, then grammar school, I remember doing really well, like things are going well, I'm getting good, great, like really smashing it, nailing it and then on the last day I would just get ill. Like I, after achieving success, I would get a really bad flu or halfway through uh, a really good week or just the day before my big project that I was looking forward to, I would get sick. And of course, there could be a thing such as just catching a cold. But if there is a cold, illness, tonsillitis, whatever, or you um, you trip over and hurt your ankle, it's good to pause and feel into, could this be stemming from, from me not allowing myself to have this success? Like... Can I journal on why this happened? Like, can I just dive deeper into it and see how this is now perhaps preventing me from having a conversation, attending a meeting, or truly going fully in? Because now, because of this thing that's happening in my body, I feel like, oh, now I can't really go in. Or or is it a sign? Is it a sign that I don't deserve this success? All sorts of things can be happening. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, please share your takeaways with me, share your feedback with me. I would love to know what landed for you, what resonated. If you enjoyed this, share it on your Instagram, share it with your friends or post uh, in my Facebook group. Your feedback makes all the difference. It's so important to me. It inspires me to keep recording more episodes. And also, if you do have questions or topics you would like me to cover, please reach out. I get so inspired and activated by the things you are going through and by the things that inspire you or the things you would like to get help with and if you are interested in um, overcoming upper limit problem and emotional blockages and emotional I guess uh, emotional protection because very often upper limit is like I'm protecting myself from feeling certain things, from potentially failing, from potentially making a mistake. I also want to invite you to put your name on the waitlist for Emotional Alchemy. Emotional Alchemy is my favorite program I run every year, usually November, December. And it is where we talk about receiving Success, even when it feels scary. We talk about processing emotions. So, even if you are sabotaging yourself with emotions and with doubt and sadness and guilt and arguments, like you will know how to handle it, how to lead yourself through emotional challenges, through difficult things. When things don't happen the way you wanted them to happen, you will have the tools, you will have an understanding of your inner landscape. Emotional alchemy is all about helping you prevent self-sabotage and also Um, helping you navigate through it if it's happening emotional alchemy is a lot about emotional intelligence communication emotional understanding and emotional healing but deep down it is a manifestation program it is energy work it's a healing journey it's perfect for you if you would like to take yourself through it Maybe you are someone who's interested in this, you feel like, wow, does the thing I need like I often uh sabotage myself with feelings or i find it difficult to go for things because i worry that i'll fail so i hold myself in the old same comfort zone or you are also a practitioner like for fellow practitioners this is such a great program not only you will take yourself through it such an important skill for people who have their own businesses Not only, but also. And if you work with clients, you work with people, wow, this will be such a great gift to yourself. So I'll pop the link to Emotional Alchemy in the description box. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. If you loved this episode, please feel free to leave me a 5-star iTunes review, follow my podcast on Spotify, share it on your Instagram stories, or recommend this podcast to your friends. For more free content on feminine empowerment, radiance, business, and inner glow, make sure to join my Facebook community called New Earth Women. It is filled with rituals, live trainings, emotional freedom tapping sessions, meditations and more. The link is in the description box. You can also follow me on Instagram at newearthwomen and if you are interested in working with me, go to the show notes. You will find all the links there. Loads of love. I'll see you in the next episode.